Okay, and welcome to another edition of Educating with Ease. I'm Todd Power, Superintendent in North Penn School District. Educating with Ease, just a reminder, is elevating learning, engaging the community, ensuring belonging, and exceeding expectations. This is our maybe third episode in 2024. We are filming this or recording this, I guess, not film. What is film? Who knows? Uh, on February 22nd, 2024. That's 2222024. And I'm excited about today's guest, someone else from around the district, just to get to know the individual. And for those of you who just joined, we haven't really recycled the purpose of the pod in quite a while. But the whole point here is just to try to make our large community a bit smaller, have uh, meaningful conversations, get to know one another, and really share out the wonderful work that people are doing across the North Penn School District. Speaking of wonderful people, my co-host, gosh, this person here, I'm going to turn up that music just a little bit. My co-host is one of the best people you could ever meet, and a legend in the North Penn slash Lansdale community, Mr. Bob Gilmer. Bob, come on in here. There it is. There's your little dance. You do that little shimmy every time, by the way. That's like your signature move. It does go with my move. Uh, Yeah, what a great week. It's uh, warming up a little bit again, so that's good. Feels like snow's a little bit behind us. That's nice here in February. So how's the rest of your February been going, Dr. Bauer? Um, February's been pretty good. You, I have said on the pod a few times that I love to ski, and my uh, skiing escapades have not been frequent since uh, early January. But I went on Monday, which was President's Day, with my son for a few hours. That was really nice. And hopefully some trips here. Now that their basketball seasons are winding down, and when I say there, I mean my children, uh, <laughs> hopefully we can get away and ski a little bit before all that snow goes away. But I did hear Saturday's supposed to be like freezing. Like mm. 10 degrees or something. I don't know. Um, but then it's, it warms up. That's the one thing, man. I have just gotten into the, I understand the need to move to Florida when you retire. As I get older, I'm just not a fan of the cold. I am just going from warm to warm. I'm wearing a, I don't usually wear warm things. <laughs> it's tired of being cold, but yeah. uh, I look forward to uh, warmer temps. I know it doesn't help your skiing, but uh, the groundhog I, is supposed to be, Telling us we're, we have an early spring, things that are not true. So I'm looking forward to it warming up. Look, Bob, I don't need snow in Pennsylvania. We do a lot of our skiing yeah. up north. There's snow uh, other places. Yeah, I can go to snow. We don't need it here. Yeah, It, it makes my job harder. Oh, um, my gosh. Speaking oh, my gosh. <laughs> snow and all those things, uh, I have received a few inquiries lately about graduation. Sure. Thus far, we have only used virtual days, two of them, I believe. Is it two or three, Bob? Two. I think it's two. Right? Did we do one in December? I don't think so. There was that uh, there was that rainstorm that some of our local districts did. Yeah. Uh, but we did not. So we've had two. We have not had a snow day. So as of right now, the last day of school is June 11th. Last day for staff is June 12th. Um, so we'll see. But we announced that once we are certain that all the snow is behind us before we announce a graduation date. Unlike other districts, we don't have alternatives, Bob. Right, because North Penn is so large, and our graduating class is roughly a thousand, and we pack Crawford Stadium with roughly seven thousand people. We don't have an alternate location that can fit all of us, like our gymnasium, for example. Um, so it's we been to be- thirty. This year is thirty years since the last time we did graduation inside. In our wow! Gym. 
1994 was the last inside graduation for North Penn High School. How about that? I just said you were the North Penn historian, and here we are. There we go. It's easy to be a historian when you've been here this long because I was there. So <laughs> it's not like I'm doing a ton of research all the time. Hey, so, you know, a lot of times people confuse this podcast with Superintendent Live. Yes, they do. Mostly because we're always chattering, right? So the podcast, we're featuring our staff and things that are going on in the district, exactly how you described at the beginning. But I, I have to tell you, I, I had a little miss here with the President's Day holiday. We normally do our superintendent live the Monday after school board meeting. Hold on. I need you to hit the breaking news sound effect. There you go. Okay, breaking news. Yep. Bob Gilmer makes some mistakes, folks. By, by the way, that sound effect is going to be going off multiple times a day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry. Uh, so uh, I thought if it's okay with you, we would talk a little bit about school board meeting before we okay. get to our guest. Uh, and we can kind of do a twofer in this one. And when people see this, this is part superintendent live, part uh, uh, educating with ease. Um, so I just try to get it together here in the same spot. So Let's Thursday, the 15th, uh, February 15th, was our action meeting. We had a couple big items there uh, in the in the agenda, and I uh, just thought we'd talk about it. I, I think the biggest thing there is our early bird teacher's contract with the NPEA. I don't know if you want to talk about that, how that came about, and um, what that means for our community. Yeah, let me kick it off with, if you haven't watched yet, we started with uh, spotlighting Montgomery Elementary students and their philanthropic slash volunteer efforts uh, it, it was awesome. The kids did such a great job, and it's really an opportunity for us to highlight what the students are doing around our district, So, and it, just people in general. Uh, so loved that, and then, yes, I agree that the uh, collective bargaining agreement, uh, effective July 1 of 2024 for three years with the North Penn Education Association is definitely the highlight of the meeting, and we did it via early bird, as you suggested, which means we started contract discussions prior to when we needed to. We are legally required to initiate those conversations in the January of the year in which the contract is expiring. And uh, we worked together starting in July. Uh, it took months and some, um, not I wouldn't even say spirited conversation, which is collaborative. We worked together. When I say we, I mean the district administration and leadership of the MPEA. And I'm very proud to say that this is the first early bird contract in as long as anyone can remember. Um, so no attorneys at the table. We love our attorneys, of course, but uh, no representation from either side. It was just the two groups working together to try to iron out a deal. And we were able to do so in a way in which uh, we keep North Penn competitive, attract, retain the most talented individuals. And I'm excited about it. So first one under my belt as a superintendent, I did negotiate as assistant superintendent once or twice. And I think you already said this. Is it a three-year agreement? How long is. is the agreement? Three, three years. years. All right. So some other personnel-related pieces. We had some reorganization in the administrative ranks. Do you want to talk about those changes? Yeah, we did. So when I moved from assistant soup to superintendent, I decided at the time that I wanted to take a step back and just kind of really, you know, try the job on for size for a bit, see what's going on from that seat. What do I believe the needs of the district are? Um, and I did not replace myself as assistant superintendent. So when I was assistant superintendent under former guest of the pod and fan of the pod, Dr. Kurt Dietrich, with Deanna Waters, um, I obviously went through an interview process, a rigorous process, <laughs> three rounds and um, and ultimately decided, you know what, I'm not going to backfill my position for now. So we let that sit for a good year. 
and then a year plus, and then eventually I said, you know what, the area in which I think we need the most support right now is in special education. Uh, for our staff, for our students, for our families, we just need more support in this area. And I'm not sure that an assistant superintendent is quite on the front lines of that, those challenges. Um, so in turn, I, I decided, you know what, we're going to have two directors. We're going to split up that job. And we're going to stick with a director of special education for secondary and one for elementary. So it can be a little more targeted, supporting our administrators, our teachers, our support staff in those areas, and forego assistant soup. Then, obviously, we would need someone to kind of maintain the consistency and oversee that. Um, and that's where Dr. Mike McKenna comes in. He was a director of elementary. He is now keeping his responsibilities, but also overseeing special education, the two directors there. And his title will now be chief academic officer. So the quick summary here, Bob, is rather than replace assistant superintendent, we created a second director of special education. And then Dr. McKenna took on some additional responsibilities. All right. Very good. Great explanation on that. And obviously, you know, we're, we're, we have a new position of which we're filling. So those changes uh, and the effect of those changes are, will be rippling out here towards the end of the spring and into the end of the school year, and obviously in full gear for next school year. Uh, it's not always easy to just instantly create a position and have somebody instantly start in that job. So it'll be, it's a process for finding the, the additional person and the, um, and getting them on board. And then that transition of what that means for, for special education, uh, will be taking place over the course of several months here, right? You got it, Bob. And if the person comes from outside, um, typically they need to give 60 days notice. It just, these things take time from the interview process to the board meeting for approval to those 60 days takes a while. So I want to touch base on two other things. I'm really excited for our guests, and I don't want to make our guests wait any much longer. All right, make it quick. I want to touch base on, on two, I think we can say quickly. So if, if people are looking at the board agenda, they saw that we um, approved a new uh, contract for transportation services. Yes, sir. Um, just quickly, we put an RFP out, a request for proposal for people and companies to provide um, pricing on doing our contracted school buses we use. Currently, it's for a student. Uh, what did we end up doing and... Why'd we do it the way we did? If you can explain what's happening with our contracted services. Just like everything else in the world, Bob, the cost of transportation has skyrocketed, right? So the cost for fuel, the cost for the buses, the cost for, cost for, cost for. So we put the RFP out there and the proposals from those interested in providing those services were far more than we expected, unfortunately. And um, we believe that competition was limited because we really don't have parking for these buses, right? We don't, we don't have additional parking right now. First student who is our current contractor, they have property in the North Penn school district to park their buses. Um, so, so other companies do not. So if we don't have the space for their buses, that means they need to bring their buses back to them. And obviously that's inefficient and rising costs and all those things. So what we decided to do was reject the proposals that we received from all of these companies and extend our deal with first student. We, as we have said over and over over the last year or two, we're looking to move the transportation facility off site of North Penn High School. And with that move, hopefully have enough property to park um, a subcontractor's buses in addition to the North Penn School District buses. So we extended our deal with first student. They will continue to be our, um, our other provider of transportation. They do some of our, uh, North Penn runs, but uh, many of our out-of-district runs. 
um, and non-public runs. And then uh, we'll take a look at it again in two years when maybe we can provide that parking. So there is nothing simple. Nothing is really simple in the North Bend School District. Nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> so I think this one, the next one is simple. There's a big headline in uh, the reporter um, with our facilities use, our new uh, newly renovated Crawford <laughs> Stadium that opened in 2020, the fall of 2020. And we are fall of 2021. Spring, we had commencement 2020. Good job, historian. 2021, we had graduation. The first full year was the 2021 school year. And uh, we didn't really put out there any rentals for the stadium because we needed to see how we could use it for a year because now we're adding all these activities we could never do in the stadium before. So just getting a sense of how we use it. We opened it up to the community for track use, those kinds of things. And we have our first big rental coming up next year. Big headline in the paper. Who's coming into our stadium next fall and uh, how'd that come about? Great history provided there, Bob. Lansdale Catholic will be having their home football games in Crawford Stadium. And that is something both parties wanted to happen. But we just wanted to look at the facility use. And if you watched the meeting, you saw that one of our board members said, like, we want to make sure we're not pinching out any of, like, squeezing anybody out of Crawford Stadium on our North Penn students. And that is not the case. So they've been renting other facilities for years because our field just wasn't up to par. And we were postponing or moving our own events because our field was in such bad shape. So now that we have a state-of-the-art facility down there, um, they would like to come back and bring it into the same town where their building resides. So ultimately, uh, we're happy to have Lansdale Catholic back. And if you look at the normal fee structure for a recurring and what someone we consider to be our colleagues or partners in education, it's expensive to rent because you're renting the scoreboard, you're renting this, you're renting the field, you have the security, you have the blah, 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 blah on and on and on and on. Um, and the snack stand, you're renting all these separate things. We decided to work with them and just kind of set a flat fee. Um, and if you go outside of the structure that aligns with our policies and administrative regulations, you then need to get board approval to alter those fees. So because we had a mutually agreed upon price, we took that item before the board. They voted unanimously to approve. So we're excited to host Lansdale Catholic in the fall. All right. Very good. So it's a busy afternoon for our guest. Big things coming up. I'm going to slide out of the way as you do your introduction. I want to bring our guest on board. Hit, uh, and excited, excited to you hear it. Oh, here it comes. That's right. a theme. I'm going to get out of the way. Hold on. There we go. We got the music. Get, get him out of here. There. See, look at that. I just flipped the rest. He's gone. All right. Uh, really pleased to share with the community uh, one of the assistant principals at North Penn High School. Oh, look at that. That's AI there. They thought I had my hand up because of this pen. Um, just want to welcome to the pod and to the show, Mr. Kenny Boy. Bring him in. There we go. Listen to that theme music. All right, Kenny. <laughs> How are you, sir? Welcome to Educating with Ease. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. This is great. I heard Bob insists that you are the number one fan of the pod. I do like the I do like the podcast. I remember that yeah, first week I was like, Bob, that was great. And um now we're on it, which is pretty cool. <laughs> do you have a favorite episode? Um I that's a good question. There have been a lot of good episodes. I'd have to say Linda Laws was pretty good just to kind of hear um some great uh the great legacy that she's leaving behind. So that was that was that was good. It was a good history lesson, and Bob kind of supplemented with all of his knowledge of North Bend history, so that was pretty cool. 53 years she's been working here, Kenny. 53. You and I don't even have no concept of that. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Oh, it's incredible. All right. So all that said, tell us a little bit about, aside from the fact that I introduced you as an assistant principal at North Penn High School, 
Tell us a little bit about Kenny Boy professionally. What brought you to North Penn? Tell us about your your journey to a degree. Sure. So professionally, I I actually didn't always think I was going to be a teacher. I was very interested in in law. Um, I remember being in high school thinking I was going to go pre-law and apply to law school. And I shadowed like a district attorney when I was a senior in high school as part of something we had, which was a grad project where you had to do an internship. Um, and while I still appreciate that feel, it wasn't until my senior high school, someone said, hey, if that's not really your cup of tea, what about education? You know, you love language, you love communication, literacy, and empowering people. So have you ever thought about working with kids? And that was kind of a light bulb moment for me. And from then on, I just, I, I had this uh, dream to be an educator and work with kids and make a difference in that way. Um, so my undergrad was uh, Penn State University. I had secondary ed. Um, my master's was... Um, DelVal, where I had a, a master's of science in ed leadership, and my first teaching job, it was high school English. So I worked in a neighboring school district in Bucks County. Um, I was a teacher at a number a number of schools. I was high school, I was middle school for a little bit, but my bread and butter was uh, Central Bucks High School South, was where I spent most of my time um, as a teacher. Um, it was interesting because I'm also an alum from there, so I was teaching at my alma mater, um, but that was great. I taught all levels of English, um, loved teaching debate, creative writing. I love teaching AP English. That was one of my favorites, but uh, had a just, just had, a, had a love for teaching and working with kids. So um, this symbol yeah. in our classrooms usually means brain match. So Kenny, um, your path and my path, listen to this. I went to Souderton. I ended up teaching at Souderton. I taught middle school. I taught high school. I taught AP classes. I ended up going to CB South where I was an assistant principal, and ultimately my path led me to the great North Penn. And here we are. Right. So, similar paths here. Okay, continue. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, similar path of just, you know, I had, I had bounced around in different schools, but the, most of my time was at CB South. And an opportunity came up to, um, you know, fill in for a house principal there. Um, so, I, so I did that for a little bit, and it was a great opportunity to be in a leadership role. And from there, um, I, I moved to one of our middle schools. Um, that fed into that high school, and I was the assistant principal there, and that was a great experience. And um, but the thing about it was, I worked at my alma mater, the middle school where I was an assistant principal is where my wife went when she was a kid. We actually met in high school and have been together uh, ever since. And so I was like, wow, this is this is great. This is uh, you know my hometowns, my wife's old school that I'm working at. But it was kind of all I ever knew. So for me, it was a really good point in my career to branch out, broaden some horizons. And North Penn has always been, you know, a neighboring district where not too far um, from where I was working and living, but, um, you know, just a, a, a different district. And just I, I knew that switching things up, I would see different things and experience, you know, working with, you know, uh, different people. And so that was a great opportunity that I wanted to pursue. And so I'm here in uh, year two now uh, in North Penn, and I'm really enjoying my time at the high school as an assistant principal. Got it. All right. Well, let's bring back here. You get to hear his theme music. Let's bring back Mr. Bob Gilmer. Come on in, Bob. There he is. Bob, you need to do your shimmy. A little shimmy. There it is. He's back. That's, I got the funky beat. That's why. Yeah. I, I got to get That's not very funky. This isn't funky. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I got to figure out some funk. I love yeah, it. Signature <laughs> move. I'm not cool enough to have a signature move. That said, all right. So we heard a little bit about Kenny from a professional standpoint. Um, let's hear a little bit about personal Kenny. So you mentioned your wife in that that answer, but tell us a little bit about who you are outside of work. Sure. So um, outside of work, uh, we live in Philadelphia area. We've been there for five years now. 
Um, we really like it. It's the Chestnut Hill area. So it's not exactly the city, but our mailing address is Philadelphia. So sure. people are like, oh, you're living in the city. No, <laughs> we're like on the outskirts of the city, um, but it's, you know, 30 minutes from work. But uh, we really love that area. There's lots to do there. We're also still equidistant from the city if there are things we want to do there and family that still live in the suburbs. Um, I, I shared that my wife and I met in high school. We were like arts, music, theater kids growing up. So we met doing those kinds of things. And uh, we still have that interest. We love seeing Broadway shows. We love live theater. So we're always doing that. We were just actually in New York last weekend seeing a show. So yeah, definitely uh, appreciative of the arts. And it's always great to see the shows here at, at North Penn as well. Um, inside of that, we love going to the beach. We love going down to the shore. We go to Strathmere, which is in between um, Ocean City and Sea Isle. And um, yeah, family's both important to uh, both myself and my wife. We come from huge families. Uh, my mom's one of 10. My dad's one of 10. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, and her family's huge too. You have huge. Your, your mom and dad are both one of 10? They are both one of 10. Um, and Boy is a super common last name. And so my mom's maiden name actually is Boy. Not related at all. It just is <laughs> uh, right. from huge families. Um, so there are a lot of boys and my wife comes from huge families too. Wow. So funny. I just heard this yesterday. Yes. New, uh, trustee of the North Penn education foundation, Bob, here's a history lesson in North Penn local business owner owns a fitness studio of some sort, Carly Myers, right? She's right there in main street near like stove and tap backyard mm -hmm. beans, that kind of thing. Carly, whose last maiden name is Myers, married a graduate of North Penn. Last name Myers. So her name after getting married is also Carly Myers. So instead of local eats, that's a local business owner. However, similar to the boy family, yes. her last name did not change when she got married. How about that? Yes. My mom jokes. She's like, yeah, I never changed my name. You know, I never did the paperwork. <laughs> I refuse to change my name. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, so, Bob, you were insistent. We got to get Kenny Boy on. We got to get Kenny Boy yes. on. Tell me a little bit about Kenny Boy from Bob's perspective. Oh, my gosh. Had to have him as a guest. So this Kenny, just going down the hallways every day, just brings so much energy and positivity to the building. It's awesome. I, since the moment you walked in the door, uh, I've loved having Kenny here, his, his relationship with students. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen Kenny angry or sad. Mm. It was funny the other day. I wanted to talk to Kenny because I hadn't talked to him in a while. And I'm like, I just want to check in with Kenny. And then he stopped, I guess he stopped by or Mary said something to him where he's like, yeah. Bob really needs to talk to you. And so he came into me and he's like, are you all right? Is everything okay? <laughs> he's checking on me. Like, no, I'm checking in on you. And I literally was like, did I have a problem? Was there a problem I needed to talk to Kenny about? And we both were kind of like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> and I think you were live on a show too. You were like live doing a show. And I was like, I'm just checking in, Bob. <laughs> so we're both point. okay. But um, just... Yeah. Yeah, having you in the building is amazing, and I and I think you know working with the students and, and seeing all those interactions, I love it, and and it's just great energy in the building. So uh, and and he's a fan of the pod. So <laughs> yeah, so oh, anyone who's a fan of the pod has to reach out to Bob. Oh, speaking of Bob, I got a message this weekend from none other than the mayor of North Penn, Ben Hartram. Oh. Ben he's got ben. a hold of you? Ben, how about that? <laughs> and Ben's he's the most persistent person to get a point across. I will tell you that. I get emails from Ben frequently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just some examples. Ben told me he was going to ride roller coasters with Jason Kelsey. Got it done. And, and I was like, yeah, sure you are. Yep. He did. He said he was going to be on the Ellen show. Yeah, sure you got are, it Ben. Done. You got it done. 
said he was going to be a contestant and a winner on The Price is Right. Guess what? Got that done. And then he said he was going to meet President Biden. And okay, I, I was like, all right, that's enough. Okay, Ben, this is not. He met the president. He got it yeah. done. So now his <laughs> next future ambition is being a guest on the pod like Kenny Boy. Oh, I guess. Well, we let's see. Fun. We might just. They will break that streak. I don't know, Dr. Bauer. <laughs> but if any faithful listeners um, either want to be a guest or would like to see a certain guest, please drop us a line. Put it in the comments on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, yep. Send us an email. But anyway. All right, Kenny. Tell me this. You've mentioned that you've been in multiple schools, multiple districts. What is one thing about North Penn that is unlike anywhere else? I would say the level of student engagement and student student empowerment at North Penn is, is pretty unique. You know, when I see our students running their cultural clubs or, um, you know, all the extracurriculars that other some schools don't have a, Mega, a Bengali club or a Vietnamese club or a Korean club or, um, you know, it, it's really interesting to me. That was super new to me. I've worked in five different schools that I've never worked in a school that has had these kinds of cultural clubs where I have I see families coming in being like, wow, our, our culture is being celebrated right now and we're sharing this um, food. Like, I, I think we see that in a lot of districts, but not to the level that I've seen our students take it, um, uh, take it to in, in in the high school and, you know, in the middle schools and elementary schools as well. But that is something that just stands out to me. It makes me very proud, uh, you know, to work for North Bend to see students just celebrating their culture in that way. It's it's incredible. And it's all student led and we're, we're just guiding and facilitating and supporting students, but they're really taking the lead on things. So beautifully awesome. said. And as a, I've said this on multiple podcasts and interviews as an outsider, I always thought, oh, North Penn, so big. So, you know, big, bad North Penn. That's oh, so scary. It is a beautiful thing. Uh, that diversity with from clubs and activities to people to opportunities to courses that is strength in numbers, my friend. You know, um, it really is something special about this place. And it affords, there is something, whenever I meet with kids, especially the kids at the high school, um, in kind of my monthly tours and sitting down with groups of kids, when you ask them, like, what's great? They're like, there's something for everyone here. Right. Um, so I agree with you. Great answer. And I also right. want to compliment the uh, color coordination you got there. You got the Columbia tie on. For those who are listening, Kenny's rocking the Columbia tie, a nice zip up North Penn Athletics. Or what's it say? Basketball? What's uh, this is just athletics. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. So, Bob, let's uh, roll into our segments here. We will start with small wins. There we go. There we go. All right. Kenny, small wins is just something that has happened to you recently or something you experience that you're like, you know what? That's a good thing. That makes my life better or the lives of other people better. You get to choose first or last. One of us will be in the middle. Um, but small wins is the first segment. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll go first. If that's all, all right. right. Um, I think a small win is just uh, we're in second half of senior year. Uh, you know, sometimes we have students just stop by like, hey, it's been a while just checking in. And I'm like, you know, how you doing? And they're just telling me about their year. They're like, you know what? I'm almost there. I'm almost at graduation. And like they're reflecting like, you know what? I've made a lot of progress. I'm, I'm, I'm doing much better than, you know, when I was a sophomore, when I was a junior and I've come a long way. And I'm like, I'm really glad to hear that. And I, you know, sometimes we don't recognize and think about those moments. We think of like graduation as the big moment. But sometimes for some kids like right now, they're thinking about, you know what? I've, I've, I've really made some progress and improved. So that's my work-related small win. I love that one. And it's that time of year. Like kids start to realize like, oh my gosh, 
this is coming to an end here. Yeah, this um, yeah, feel real. <laughs> yeah, uh, the maturity, especially when you have this hot house model where the assistant principals move with the kids. Yep. Um, you know, you really get to see that maturation process. It's it's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. All right, Bob, I'm gonna go. My small win is very simple. The air fryer. It's changed my life. The air fryer. You know, when you have children and you got to change my life, change my life, heat something up, you know, the toaster. I don't like pulling things out of the toaster. You burn your fingers on the pop tart or the English muffin or whatever. Uh, the toaster oven or the main oven takes too long, but that air fryer, man, those chicken fingers, they are heated up in two minutes, Bob, the air fryer. Love it. So that's my small win. When I close the drawer in the air fryer and press go heat up, reheat, I thought to myself, this is a small win. See, I, got, I have to get one. I don't have one. And then my oven recently went down and I, my blower element burned up. So my small win was finally finding that element. So it's funny that we're both in oven range or cooking <laughs> area. And here's the one thing that, you know, it, I, was, I found that I got two different parts from Amazon, in, out, in, out. And they were not the right part, even though all of the part numbers are the same. And I had to ship them back. I had to go up to Allentown to go get a part. So I, I kind of lament the fact that we used to have like appliance parts stores in this area. They're, they're all gone because of Amazon and online stores and all of that. But I was able to drive up to Bethlehem. Okay. And then there's a all brand, I think it's called all brand appliances up there. Walked in there, they had the part. It's, uh, I gotta go get it now, but <laughs> it's there. Uh, so I can use the oven again. It's been a couple weeks. I've been looking for this element. So maybe I should just bought an air fryer all along and just ditch the oven. Yeah, especially you've been talking about empty nesting. Right. Here, Who right? needs an oven? You don't need an oven. <laughs> you and Cheryl, not enough food. You don't need you an oven. Just air fry everything. Air We're fry. good. Beautiful thing. All right. Next segment, we'll go to question of the pod. Mm. And I'm pulling an audible here. This is unexpected for the two of you. Just because I heard Kenny. We were going to do question of the week was going to be favorite TV show. But in honor of our guest here, he was speaking of shows. He was talking Broadway and mm -hmm. musicals and such and theater. So we're going to go, what is your favorite theater show? Not to, it could be a musical, it could be whatever. But what's your favorite show? Kenny, first or last? I'm going to go last on this one. Bob, You're going to make me go because you don't have one either. All right, you I'm going to go. <laughs> All right, take it away, Bob. <laughs> I, all right, this is going to sound uh, too much of a homer. I'll be honest, the, my favorite theater production that I've been to, professional, Broadway, New York, Philadelphia, wherever, was right here in North Bend High School with North Bend High School Theater. And it's probably 10 years, 15 years ago, we did Children of Eden. I want to say it was like 2009 or 10 when we did that show. I have to tell you, and people know me, I, I tend to be very um, critical. Like, it's either good or okay or whatever i can be critical on things and i was i was so emotionally moved by that show the singing the acting the show that i could not come down to like talk to the cast after i was in the balcony i'm like this is so good like i was tearing up that's how good the show was and i'm not like that when it comes to most stuff right and so uh, i literally like i just can't go down and see anybody because i don't want to be weeping <laughs> when i go to see people <laughs> um so that's my favorite show and and God's Honest Truth is, is the best show I've seen that emotionally moved me watching a show, all elements included. And it's not just because I know the kids and those kinds of things. It was a really, really good show. All right. So mine is a unique answer, and it is not the best show I've ever seen. However, I'll, I'll explain. 
Mine was on Broadway, New York City. I saw Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I guess it's after the movie with Reese Witherspoon. But I used to coach swimming in a neighboring district. And I coached the boys and girls team. And the, the ladies wanted to go on a trip to New York City to see Legally Blonde. So it was 28, 35 uh, high school girls from the swimming and diving team. My wife came. A lot of moms came. We took a coach bus up and we went to see Legally Blonde. And there is a song in that musical. It's something like, I'm not really going to try to sing, but it says something to the effect of, oh my God, oh my God, you guys. Well, the whole bus on the way home changed the word God to the name Todd. And so the girls are all singing, oh my Todd, oh my, and it was just, it's like a memory, you know, kids that I really loved and coached for a long time. And I was dreading the trip, like, oh my gosh, I'm going with all these. Oh my Todd. Yeah. Like, oh, this is going to be too much. And it was just like one of those heartwarming moments. It's like, you know, this was fun. Uh, so that is probably like, it holds a special place. In my, I've seen Phantom. I've seen Les Mis. I've seen Rent. I've seen Lion King. I've, but that show, I have such a unique memory with it. So I'm going to say Legally Blonde on Broadway. Kenny, you're up. That's a great answer. I'm pretty sure that's the opening song. The Oh My, the oh my Top song. I, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I believe. I could be wrong. But that's a great answer. Uh, for me, you know, I've seen a lot of shows and it's so hard to pick. Um, and I never saw the show on Broadway, but I've seen regional performances of it. It's Guys and Dolls. It's this mm. classic golden age musical, very old school, but just one of the first musicals that I was introduced to um, when I was young and just loved the music. Great story. A lot of slapstick kind of uh, humor, but really, really just classic. All right. So, so as we're talking about theater and all that and wasn't anticipated, I do have to promote North Penn grad Sky Lynch, who is going to be in The Outsiders. Uh, I think. Uh, do we remember? Is it in the spring or in the fall when it opens? Spring. The spring. Yeah. yeah. So Sky Lynch, he's a 2012. <laughs> I should have these facts. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sky actually worked here. Uh, he did the theater, obviously, here at the high school. He was in chorus and all that stuff. But he also worked here on North Penn Television. So if you want to look back and some old morning shows and dude reports, etc. Sky was Sky's in all those episodes back in the day. So we're excited to see him on Broadway uh, doing awesome. So now we got our whole theater, theater thing wrapped in here. We're an extended, we're an extended hours on the podcast right now, Todd. So, well, we, we knew this would be a little long. I know because right? Kenny's so good. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, local eats. I'm going to go first because I haven't gone first yet. Local eats. I'm going to go small Mexican restaurant. I believe there are multiples. Uh, skip back El Limon. Mm -hmm. Um, well-known, I don't know. It's probably not a franchise, but uh, there are many of them in the area and they are close by. It is so cost effective, <laughs> very reasonably priced. Uh, they deliver to my house in Harleysville and El Limon. Love me some El Limon. That's that's my answer locally. Nice. Go ahead, Bob. We're going to save right, Kenny. Hey, so uh, I've been wanting to go to the one here in Lansdale. I haven't yet, so I'm eager to get there. But across the street here, I hit lunch a couple times, the juice pod. So across the street in the White Shopping Center of the high school here, Juice Pod, uh, they do like juicers and all that kind of stuff. But they have great small like avocado, this sandwich and great sandwiches and wraps. So quick lunch. Anybody's looking for a Juice Pod across the street here at North Penn High School at the White Shopping Center. 
So when you said you were hoping to go, was that the Elamone? Is there one? Elamone, yeah, sorry. Yours. There's I didn't one know that was in Lansdale. Yeah, there's one. Uh, it's on, it's like right there on Main Street, right? Oh, okay. I think it's oh. like uh, near Well-Crafted Brewery on the backside. I think that's where it's at. Gotcha. All right. And then Juice Pod. Never heard, and I will have to stop. There you go. All right, Kenny. Very good. All right. So I, I'm going to say uh, Main Street Pizzeria and Grill. Just really great food. Super reliable. Right right near uh, Backyard Beans, I believe. Mm-hmm. You said that earlier. But uh, great spot. I just recently ate there with some colleagues, and I had the hot honey wings. Highly recommend. Oh. Okay. Main Street Pizza and Grill, you said? Yep. Main huh? Street Pizzeria and Grill. Marking that one down. My son loves him some chicken wings. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we appreciate and apologize for the extended episode here of the pod, Kenny. And thanks for listening to the pod, everyone. Thank you for being the number one fan, Kenny. Bob. Thank you for putting this together. This was awesome. So appreciate having me. Kenny Boyd, Bob Gilmer, Todd Bauer signing off. Thanks for listening to another episode. We'll see you soon, everyone. Everyone.